All right, people. So here's the thing about the Marvels, the sequel to Captain Marvel, which I personally thought was one of Marvel's most forgettable snooze fest type of films man i was not a big fan of that movie at all there's no scene i can pull out of that movie and be like well that scene was a little bit cool there there's nothing there for me but you know if i'm gonna be optimistic here first of all let me say the jury's still out on this movie you know while the jury's still out on this movie though i'm hoping this is good you know i'm rooting for this movie to be an improvement over that first movie i'm i'm really rooting for this movie because you know if this is going to be the the you know i might be ruffling some feathers here but if this is going to be the intergalactic version of charlie's angels with this with this trio of of captain marvels then so be it you know i'm cool with that man there's a lot of people you know marvel has got one of the most toxic fan bases i've ever seen you know it's it's no fucking problem when james gunn pulls out a, a a property basically nobody really knew about i mean if people did know about it cool that's because they were fans of the comics or you know just just marvel fans in general but james gunn took guardians of the galaxy and made it into a mainstream uh phenomenon for the most part man and i'm not joking about that but you know if james gunn can pull that property out of his ass and you know if we can sit through you know 17 thor movies i still haven't seen the thor movies i'm just using them as an example but if we can get through all this marvel shit I notice there's always a problem when females are front and center in the MCU. I don't understand what the fuck the problem is, man. There was a problem with that sequence, you know, when um Captain Marvel got the the Infinity Gauntlet from from Peter Parker in Avengers Endgame in that climactic one of the greatest third acts in movie history. And there was a moment where, um, you know, Okoye comes down and she's like, don't worry, she's got help. And then you see, uh, you know, Pepper Potts in the rescue outfit. You see Valkyrie. You see uh, Wanda. You see all the females that are headlining the MCU. And they have their shining moment, man, a well-deserved shining moment. And motherfuckers had a problem with that. There was people saying, oh, it's a forced agenda. Oh, it's woke. Yeah. <sighs> y'all gotta grow up man y'all have to get it together there's this little thing called um you know diversity there's this thing called female empowerment man and god damn it i listen somebody on facebook was like oh a black male feminist i've never seen anything like that before haha <laughs> and it's like nah I, like listen at the end of the day i've i've got a daughter I've got a woman, I've got a mother, a sister, I, that so on and so forth, man. And I want to see them flourish. I don't know about the rest of y'all. I don't have a problem with women being front and center on screen. But if you do something like Black Christmas 2019, where it is a forced agenda and it is quote unquote woke, then yeah, some bullshit. But every time a female pops up in the MCU and, you know, and is wrecking shit and establishing a name for themselves, you know, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, uh, the Marvels in this case, you know, it's always a fucking problem, man. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be optimistic about it. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to welcome it. And I'm going to hope that it's something decent. That first trailer, it was uh, it was okay. Like, you know, it wasn't anything for me to go, you know, ranting and raving about. But it has, a, you know, one of the things that I liked, I liked the look of it from what I remember. And I like that they were showcasing the, the more humorous side of things. We're not really taking this too seriously. And I love that Nia DaCosta, a black female director. And again, let me bring this up, man. There was somebody... <laughs> 
There was somebody on the Spotify uh, reply section on my episode and was like, "Don't you think it's a little racist to say black director?" No, I don't, because 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 I, I I'm I'm rooting for the door of diversity to just stay open and get the hinges blown off of it. I love that this is a black female director. I absolutely adore that. And Nia DaCosta being as though she made such a great impact on me with that Candyman. 2020 uh was it 2021 that direct sequel i'm glad that she's making a transition from you know from uh horror black exploitation horror which uh you know she was attached to a big property in black exploitation horror to uh the mcu man i really appreciate that that's like the equivalent of um it's like the the female equivalent of ryan coogler going from you know fruitvale station to black panther and wakanda forever i i really appreciate that man and it's great to see the direction that these um that these directors are heading in i, I love the the uh the versatility in their resume i really do and here um you know, if we're going to talk about versatility and resumes before we get into this trailer reaction, I'm not going. I'm not going to stretch this out too much. Um, there was a bit of versatility shown f- for me um, with Brie Larson in Fast Ten. Now, I don't know if my bias is showing and I'm wearing it on my sleeve. You know what I'm saying? But I was very nervous about. I, I wasn't a fan of Brie Larson being in Fast Ten, but the way that they handled her character, Tess. You know, a little nobody's daughter. I was like, she brought a little bit of spunk and badassness to that to that role, man. I enjoyed her, you know, the moments of screen time she had in that more than the whole Captain Marvel movie. So Brie Larson, I'm I'm willing to give her a chance because she was becoming one of those Kristen Stewart, you know, Jennifer Lawrence type of actresses for me, where it's just like I ain't, ain't nothing really there for me personally. I don't see the big, the, you know, the the claim with this actress. But Brie Larson slowly but surely starting to win me over. Uh, and I just watched 21 Jump Street uh, probably like last week or week and a half ago or so. And I forgot, she, I always forget she's in that movie because she's so low-key in that film. But she's pretty decent in there. But we got Brie Larson coming back as Carol Danvers. We got um, Iman Vellani coming in, coming back as Kamala Khan. We got uh, Tiana Paris. And Tiana Paris, like I said before, she floats. When she walks, she does. Uh, she's coming back as Monica Rambeau. Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson, obviously, is in this movie. I don't know who the villain is in here, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see when we get to this trailer, man. Shout out to Marvel Entertainment. They dropped this trailer nine hours ago. This is the official trailer. I believe it was a teaser prior to this one. This is two minutes, 20 seconds long. I feel like that's that's just enough. That's just enough. Anything more, it's like you're probably going to show me the entire movie and all the best set pieces. So it's fine that we got two minutes and 20 seconds, people. So without further ado, let's jump into this trailer reaction, people, for the Marvels. The official trailer reaction for the Marvels. I will hit the play button in three, two, one. Carol Danvers, prodigal child of the Milky Way. Nick Fury, my favorite one-eyed man of intrigue. How goes it out there? I don't know. That fucking cat. No air. Space. Captain. I like the I like the Marvel's S on the Marvel logo. Oh, that that's got to be the villain. She's got gray eyes. And now I'm returning the favor. Yep. Mhm. Oh. What is happening to me? She's entangled our light-based powers. Okay, that's so what we switch places whenever we use them. Oh. You can absorb light. I can see it. Kamala. Who's Kamala? Hi. She can turn light into physical matter. 
which I have never heard of. I could totally show you. No! <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be frustrating. That every time they use their powers, they fucking... Okay, Nick Fury getting in on action. I would never choose to bring anybody into this. You are not. Oh, we got a Bollywood moment. Oh my god, we're a team. Further. Okay. Yeah, whoop her ass as as a, as a trio. Goose, that's his name. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I almost forgot Goose was a fucking deep rising monster underneath all that fur. Um, God damn it, there was a point I wanted to make here, man, and it was very particular. Okay, that's like I said, that's gotta be so frustrated it's um it's amusing and i hope that they make it entertaining the way that every time they use their powers they you know they they shift into different places they switch spots and shit like that that's like jumper you know if jumper was one of the fantastic four when they kept swapping powers in that what was that the rise of the silver surfer movie that's what that reminds me of but as long as they don't it's going to happen a lot now we can expect that they are going to you obviously they have to use their powers you know unless they want to get their asses kicked but they're going to use their powers a lot it's going to be a lot of transportation here um a, a lot of you know characters ended up somewhere where the other character was and then the other character ends up so and so on and so forth that's going to happen if you do it in an entertaining and hilarious way, I'm perfectly fine with that. I love that that is the, I'm not saying the word gimmick in a bad way. I love that that's the gimmick of this film right here. It's going to, I feel like it's definitely going to come into play uh, fighting the villain, hopefully in the third act sequence so much so. But uh, any, everything else, like I feel like this, they show you more, but I still feel the same way that I did when I saw the first trailer. The movie looks great um, as, as far as the look of it itself. The film looks great. They spent some money on this. They gave Nia DaCosta uh, a, a lot of lunch money to play with, man. And rightfully so. You know, it's Captain Marvel 2. They want it to be a, a, a hit, a, you know, an international hit. Especially because this is, um, you know, it's, it's a very diverse cast. So they want this to, you know, appeal to different cultures and things of that nature, which is perfectly fine. But, I, you know, I, I still love the look of the film and I love the humor that they're showcasing. They showcase a, a lot more of the humor here. And I'm glad that they're doing that because, I, you know, there's 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 this common complaint amongst MCU fans out there where they're saying that, you know, this the seriousness that was really played upon in that in those first couple phases or so they said that that's really non-existent here they said that it's not there in the shows you know like she-hulk and stuff like that they say that it's not there in the movies like you know with um shang chi i haven't seen shang chi yet i haven't i haven't even seen black widow um but i listen i don't know if i said this in my original trailer reaction for the marvels or that teaser trailer reaction that first phase from iron man up until Avengers Endgame 
We're never going to get that again. We're never going to get anything that's up to par with that. We're either going to get something that's maybe just maybe just as good or it's not going to be as great. I don't think anything, any of the characters they introduce and I listen, not even Shuri and who they, you know, introduce in Wakanda Forever or what's next for the Spider-Verse. I don't even think those characters can deliver, you know, an Avengers team or just a string of films that have the camaraderie that those that those characters and those actors had on and off screen. There's nothing that's going to compare to that to that particular phase of movies. It's not going to happen. I feel like we are we have unrealistic expectations. Now, they are expectations nonetheless, and I don't blame people for for having them up there because it's like of course you want to you want to one up that phase and you want Avengers, you know, Kang Dynasty and um, what's the other one? Avengers Secret Wars or some shit? Whatever the next two movies are going to be with the next big bad villain, which is supposed to be Kang, but, you know, the Jonathan Majors trial is set for next month, so we'll see if they recast or whatever the case may be. But the next two Avengers movies, you do want everything to, to lead up to something more amazing than Endgame. I just feel like the time we spent with those characters, man, and just the overall emotional attachment that we had, I don't think it's as present as it was before you know people are already bitching and moaning about captain america um i think they changed the subtitle new world order uh i don't know what they changed it to but anthony mackie they're like yeah well bucky should have got it bucky was more deserving than sam wilson and i said i agree with that but it is what it is he gave it to you know cap gave the shield to who he saw fit and that's what it is that's the movie we're getting so bring on the movie i want to see it you know werewolf by night i don't know if that was just a one-off thing or if that's connected to the the mcu and all of that other stuff everything that they're doing now i i don't have the emotional attachment but i feel like everything that's coming out people have a problem with and i feel like that is a hump that we're going to have to get over if we're going to get back to enjoying these marvel movies again myself included but i they're just it's a certain level of of leverage you have to give these movies i'm not saying you got to accept any old thing because i know this movie th this trailer is going to get shit on man there's going to be hundreds of laughing uh, reaction emojis there's going to be hundreds of you know racial comments and disrespectful comments towards women all that shit is coming that comes with the territory and it definitely comes when you're dealing with assholes on the internet who have no lives and have no talent themselves but i feel like let's give it a chance you know if the movie's terrible then the movie's terrible and i will stand corrected i mean i i won't even stand corrected because i'm not saying it's going to be amazing i'm saying that i'm staying hopeful but you know i'm not going to feel bad about being hopeful if the movie turns out to be a you know a, a, sh a shitty film i'm not going to ever feel bad about wanting something to be great you know i thought i was rooting for jeepers creepers reborn to be amazing i was hoping we were going to get the resurgence of the creeper minus victor salva touching little boys but no Nah, Jeepers Creepers Reborn, uh, somehow Victor Salva can, you know, rest assured, his rest is assured, man, he, even though he's a piece of shit, people out there are still like, damn, he made the better movie, man, but he ain't shit, and it's like, yeah, it's true, I don't support that bullshit, but it's like, damn, man, you know, it's nothing wrong with staying hopeful and wanting, wanting a movie to be great, man, but I, the only real big pluses I can give this are the same ones, as I said, that I gave the the first trailer, you know, the look of the film and the humor they're showcasing, man, I just want to have a good time when I go into this, I don't really expect any high stakes, like, I'm, okay, let me say this before we watch the trailer one more again, I'm going into this with the same expectations for high stakes as me going into a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Now, granted, this was before I had saw the trailer and a small clip of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That movie looks so emotionally heavy that I have to go back and see the original too now. But when I first 
attempted with the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, the first two, or the first one for that matter. I'm like, there's no high stakes here. I'm not emotionally attached to these characters because I know ain't shit going to happen to these motherfuckers. Like, it's just too silly. And that's kind of where I'm going into it with this one. Only I'm going to be way more optimistic because I'm I'm super familiar with the director and I love her work that she did with Candyman. Um, love Tiana Paris. Like I said, Brie Larson's won me over to actress playing Kamala Khan. I liked her uh, a lot in the couple episodes I watched of, of Miss Marvel. I didn't watch too many. I think I got like three or four episodes in and I, I love the tone of that show, man. And I think, as I said before, I love that, you know, um, that that particular culture gets to have their superhero you know the young girls of that culture get to have their superhero too now you got superheroes that look like people from all kinds you know from all kinds of people from all over the world is basically what i'm trying to say again diversity i make it come full circle on the tutor reviews podcast people let's watch this one more again this is what i get for talking shit because i just pressed i pressed unpause on the space bar and that shit did not budge that was a that was definitely a blooper moment like that like that right there man i love that that space station that nick fury's in i love how this movie looks the out the shots of outer space are are pretty brilliant who is this chick that's playing the villain man she kind of reminds me of um ghost from ant-man and the wasp Entanglement. Everybody's favorite word from a couple years ago. I can see it. Kamala. Who's Kamala? Hi. She could turn light into physical matter, which I have never heard of. I could totally show you. No! Jesus, man. Kamala's going to be the damsel in distress for sure. like that part where they where they all are charging at the um the villain together that's that's every black woman when they're fed up that's like one of the most realistic moments for uh for Tiana Paris's character, what's her character name? Uh, Monica Rambeau. See, this is one of the reasons why I have to, I, I got to get into these Marvel TV shows, but it's just eight thousand of them, and I don't know if I like. You know, I would love to make the time, but Monica Rambeau, she was in what? Wandavision. Really quickly, people, let me look up who this villain is. Zawe Ashton, is that her? Darben is her name because she looks like the actress from Ant Man and the Wasp. 
I've seen her in something. I know I've seen her in something. So let's 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 look and see the Handmaid's Tale. Never seen it. Um, Nocturnal Animals. Never seen it. Um, she looks very familiar, but the crazy thing is, I've I've never seen any of the shit that she was in. Um, the Demon Headmaster. That definitely sounds like a porno. Um, in deep, she's in a lot of stuff that sounds like porn. I'm not trying to be disrespectful here. It says in deep. Um, coming up. Uh, listen, I'm I'm not even trying to be funny here, people. This is all the shit that she's in. Doctor Who. You know, she's got okay. It looks like she's got a lot of TV credits to her name, which is fine. But she just reminds me of Ghost. That's it. She just reminds me of her. Um, I'm looking at the looking at the rest of the cast here. I'm not sure who the hell the rest of these people are, but you know. I'll keep it brief, people, and close it out. We're already 20 minutes into this. I don't know if y'all want to hear me go rambling on about this, you know, trailer for the Marvels, which I don't think I can do because my my uh, feedback is pretty limited, man. But like I said, to cap this off, um, style, cinematography, humor. That's what I'm here for. And this trio of intergalactic Charlie's Angels, if there's one thing that can be, you know, if there's no emotional stakes with these three characters, um, which I'm sure I will not have, the, the only emotional stakes that will come into play is if something happens to Kamala Khan. That is the only thing that'll have me like, oh shit, like it just got real. Because obviously she's the youngest one, she's the most innocent, she's the most like oblivious to things. She's not really seasoned with her power. She wants, you know, she wants sisters and teammates so badly. I feel like something might happen to her that might jeopardize the mission or the movie as a whole. So, you know, maybe, you know, um, Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau, they, they, maybe they've got to, I don't know, bring her back to life or some shit. I don't know if they're going to do that. I know that's a trope that a lot of people get tired of in movies, but it would raise the, the, the stakes of the film as a whole. We know she's not going to die. You know, we know that MCU has future plans for her. And um, also, congratulations to this uh, this this actress that plays Kamala Khan. I believe she just started like a, a comic strip or some type of book. She did, she went off and did some type of creative venture. And I remember being in Facebook comments and seeing people hating on her about that. And I'm like, listen, this girl's laughing all the way to the fucking bank and creating more of a legacy for herself and her family. So I respect it. Big shout out to her and all her accomplishments. And um, speaking of accomplishments, man, uh, you know, not only shout out to the cast, and I hope that this movie is really decent. Shout out to Nia DaCosta man because like I said the first movie I wasn't familiar with Nia DaCosta's work prior to this let me see uh she did Little Woods she was a writer of Little Woods writer of Ghost Tape uh she's more of a indie film director I think here but I was um I was not familiar with Nia DaCosta at all man and I, I have proof living proof on the Tudor Reviews podcast where I was saying this is why we need to be more hooked on this new Candyman movie coming out. But I did a whole episode saying, yo, I think this could be really decent. And I was doing the trailer breakdowns. And lo and behold, man, that was one of my favorite movies of 2021, man. She did a fantastic job bringing some authenticity to that film and making it stand on its own as one of the better, you know, direct horror sequels. So to see her go from that to something just way bigger caliber. I mean, listen, I'm a horror guy over comic book movies any day, but I say way bigger caliber because Captain Marvel, if you know, Marvel movies will gross more films internationally than horror films, I, I'm assuming. But this is a much larger scale film. So I love just I love the direction 
that this director is going in, man. So shout out to Nia DaCosta. I actually looked for Nia DaCosta. I don't know if she deactivated her account. Maybe she blocked me and was like, listen, I want this motherfucker to stop tagging me in these Candyman posts. But I would love to interview Nia DaCosta one day, man, like, and just get a glimpse inside her mind and see exactly what calls for her to bring certain things to screen and see if she, you know, what her transition has been like going from from horror to comic book movies, you know, sci-fi. This is a sci-fi action movie, pretty much, based off of a really big Marvel property, man. I would just love to, just to see how, you know, the creative process goes with a uh, with a woman as that that is that talented, man. So big shouts out to her, man. And I, like I said, I'll say it again, you know, before I close this out, I, I hope this is decent. If it's not, it's not really going to be a big disappointment to me. But um, I am one of the few people, I am in the minority here who is uh, rooting for this movie to be good, people. So, y'all already know where to go, man. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker Radio, Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Spotify for podcasters. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And last but certainly not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Definitely, I'm still keeping the requests that y'all have, the thousands of fucking requests that y'all have. It's not thousands. Let me not make it seem like, you know, the show is more popular than it is. Knock on wood, hopefully one day it is. But I'm just saying, it's a lot of requests that I have to get to. But, um, you know, I had got done uh, Willy's Wonderland. That was one of the requests. Scary Movie was one of the requests. I almost did last night Run, Sweetheart, Run. But I was dead on my feet, man. I Like I always say, man, y'all deserve... Y'all deserve me to be me on these episodes, man. So I didn't want to give y'all a half-ass episode and be like, yeah, well, you know, she ran, sweetheart ran, and all this stuff. Like, nah, I, I've i heard that that movie's crazy. My sister is actually the one that recommended it to me, so I want to give that one a spin probably later on this afternoon. And um, there was also another one I wanted to get to. I was recommended to watch... Um, empire records uh empire records i've never seen it before i know there's a lot of people that are you know just probably listening in with just pure disgust right now yes people i've never seen empire records i heard that it's a cult classic if anything but um i looked at the cast and i was like Liv tyler ethan Embry. oh oh yeah like i'm i'm sold on the cast already and just the overall like what the film is about so that's another one on the list i think i've got the fucking list right next to me actually man let me Oh, I know I keep these things handy for a reason. I've got a lot of shit on this list, people. Bone Tomahawk, Roadhouse, never seen either of those. Never seen Empire Records, never seen um, uh, Angel. There's a movie Angel somebody recommended. Why Did I Get Married To? I've, I've seen that before. Um, What else is there? You know, The Princess Bride, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. There's a bunch of just you know i gotta go back to the word versatility man there's a bunch of versatile shit that you guys have asked me to you know do reviews or commentary for and it's coming man i'm still getting you know i i'm still getting there trust me i got y'all slowly but surely man y'all already know the love and support y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one